Hi, I'm Justin. Also, I hate the way my voice sounds, so if you can like do whatever Photoshop does to voices, make me sound awesome. And this is my lovely friend. The beauty in the eyes of the beholder. And it's just about getting into the seat of being the beholder. Haley. I don't think you have to be particularly perceptive. I just think you have to look up. This podcast is mostly just her telling me stories. If you expose yourself to the possibility that this might be really awkward, there, there could be something just really cool on the other side of it. She thinks that her life and way of looking at things are... Oh, I thought I was kind of waiting on you. I thought you were getting your stuff ready. You're waiting on me? Pretty normal. You got to edit out all the misinformation about the Amish. Maybe you can relate. I would like a chance to re-sing the Amish paradise. <laughs> if you want lighthearted stories... All right, you want to talk about goats? And stream of consciousness... I just woke up and needed some friends, and so I bought them. Then you're gonna like the Sunny Side Up podcast. Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up. So, if you're at all like me, you may feel that you're living in a world that can be a bit overwhelming and confusing at times. I'm also a huge fan of podcasts, documentaries, docudramas, stories, and of just information in general. Between all of that, and the social media and news, sometimes our brains can feel like they're on overload. Haley and I hope that this podcast can be something of an anecdote to all of that, like little jello shots of joy and distraction. None of it is too serious or really too informative. Mostly it's just two friends who have conversational chemistry talking about whatever enters the minds of relatively ADHD people. We hope you enjoy. I'm all about saving money. I, yes. We just realized the hard way that you can't always be motivated by that. But in most regards, I am often like looking for like, how do you have, have a good time on the cheap? How do we, yeah. how do we keep this thing? How do we keep the cost down? Like, um, you know, shopping on Craigslist instead of just going retail. Yeah. I mean, there is a 2% chance that you'll die in the tran transaction and like a 98% chance. No, I'd say a 2% chance you'll die. A, you think two? That's, that might be exaggerating it. Like, what are you shopping for? That probably matters. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't go alone most okay, of the time. Fair. Most fair. of the time. But like, um, peacocks. We were going... To, to get some peacocks and so as, I'm obviously not going alone as one does yep and we're driving through the backwoods of south mississippi and we finally come upon like like an underground bird breeding operation uh, housed mm. in a couple of campers in the woods is this like i'm not saying this is something i'm into but if i wanted to like go into like a cockfighting different arena would I? F I'd probably. I have also Craigslist my sh Craigslist shopped my way into one of those circles by accident. Wow, that's awesome. Like I was just trying to to buy some peafowl on the up and up. Yeah. Um. And this the the underground operation that we stumbled upon wasn't like dangerous actually. I mean, maybe for the birds, but for humans it was fine. It was mm. just like we got out of the car and my daughter, who's actually a a bird freak, mm. she's like. Do I hear an African gray? And the lady's like, <laughs> Yes, in fact. And she's like, We have this and we have this. And she's telling her the blue macaw and all these other things. And wow. my daughter is like, um, It's slightly illegal, but it's still kind of cool. Like, oh. <laughs> it's the inspiration she needs to go deep into the woods and breed exotic birds that Love she it. could then sell online. But Ooh. we haven't yet had 
like any major safety issues okay. because we'll turn around like yeah. like we've driven up kind of seen what we were walking into and just been like oh nope yeah 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 and when and, the banjos play you're like nah we're out yeah and I always like I say we I don't go by myself right like, my husband is driving and he's usually driving like the the time I drove us to to go somewhere we were just going for fun and I accidentally drove up to a nudist beach uh-huh but that doesn't happen when he's driving but he's a he's a trucker or has been a trucker at different times so he's like just a little better at avoiding things like nudist beaches yeah how, how did that experience go for you oh i we didn't get out of the car i had children and everything mm. else and i'd already been informed that i was a mere seven and a half on a scale of 10 so it's not like i'm embracing the experience well, of let, me, let, let, let me tell you i remember as a young a young man with with all the hormones to go with it and like one of the greatest like fantasies of my life would have been to be in a, a nude beach with you know hot boobies everywhere and all this stuff well the guy that I, w- I was working for, this guy that cut trees, and he informed us that our next job was going to be in a nudist camp. I was inordinately excited about this whole business <laughs> until I arrived at said nudist camp. Let me tell you, if you are a young man with lots of hormones and are imagining a nudist colony is going to be, you know, the the, the stuff of your fantasy it is the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree it's, with this. I, it's it's <laughs> I, deeply hurtful. Without having to go to a nudist colony to see this with my own eyes, yeah. just from watching British television, I would mm-hmm. say that the safest way to desexualize yeah. our perceptions of the human body to, to just unplug that myth and let it just, just deflate yeah, let, like yeah, a, let, like let a bounce house. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Let somebody just have see it yeah in its natural form walking around okay and but but so that we don't disparage all nudist beaches um right because that's that wouldn't be fair because we're we're a fair and balanced like team here right we want to explore all sides of this i do have to say i wandered into uh a very lovely nudist beach uh when i was older uh i think it was in my 30s yeah i was in my 30s uh in south beach Miami and there like everybody does what it takes to look good like you work out you get plastic surgery all the stuff that God intends you to do that's right yeah and of course being brown side note uh automatically makes you look better I don't know why that is like when when you're nearly naked or naked tan skin yes yes yeah yeah yeah. like fat white is the least pleasant option (laughs) all the other colors (laughs) Like the same amount of fat looks just better. I don't know why that is. And the, the risk of sunburn is it is a thing. So it, it yeah, it's just dangerous for the big white folks. Yes. In all around. I know. So word word of word of caution. But um, any which way. So I ended up in South Beach in a nude beach. Uh, and for the first, gosh, I'd say for the first eight to ten minutes, I was like, I've like I've hit like. I've hit Nirvana. Like these <laughs> girls were gorgeous, and of course, being a lot of Latino flavor, we weren't just big boobies. We had like the gorgeous rear ends to go with it too. Like it wasn't, you know, like the total package nudist speech. The total package nudist speech. It was like everything. It was Shangri La. The funny thing is, is after ten minutes, this is a, a weird thing with our brain. Uh, our brains do this, but after about ten minutes of seeing amazing boobies, you kind of. 
it really does desexualize to a certain extent. And then it's like, you still notice like, wow, she's got really great titties, but they're not. You can just be really objective about yeah, it. And there's... Right. It stops being as stops being less sexual and more like art is I guess the way I would, I would describe it. It really does. Your brain switches off because there's just too many of them at that point. And, and yeah, that was sort of an interesting experience to me. I didn't expect my brain to sort of get numb to it, but you know, I think that's like, you know how, like when you're sitting in a chair or anything, like your body stops telling you, stops reporting to you the nerves in like your legs, your back that are responding to what the chair feels like. It just doesn't give you that information anymore because why? Because it's just there. Right. I think that's what happens. It's just sort of, you, you desensitize. It's maybe a healthier approach just to overexpose children at a certain point to, to the things Yeah. so that we don't give them the opportunity to um, create dysfunction later on whenever they yeah. are finally exposed to it. They don't fetishize, fetishize the, it so much, yeah. No ru- need for rumspringer. We're just going to bring you up with overexposure. <laughs> That's right. I'm, British television. Telling you. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. They have a, a British television also, I noticed, has less of uh they, they don't freak out over cussing as much, which I'm a big, I'm a big fan of cussing. I want to be fair. I want to be conscious of our uh, American listeners. But yeah, I've noticed that like. Uh, it feels like the English on public television are a little bit more like lenient on quote unquote swear words, whereas we tend to be more uptight about that in the good old US of A. The things that we choose to be offended about yes, I agree. in the United States is really strange. Like the fact that a lot of people don't have health care or that our education costs tons and tons of money. Yeah. Not so offensive. No. Cuss words. Very bad. Clutch my pearls. Yes. <laughs> and then you go to Europe where it's like universal health care, yeah. access to higher education for free, in whatever words, you know, it's... Yeah. Um, it's it's it is different what offends. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> to each his own. Yeah. Yep. Hello, lovely friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And it would mean the world if you would tell other people about this podcast and maybe even spam your social media accounts with just how much you're enjoying it. If you are, of course. Also, commenting and rating us on whatever platform you're downloading or streaming from is incredibly helpful to a little startup podcast like this one. On the other hand, if you are dissatisfied with your listening experience, Please leave all of that hate on someone else's podcast, just maybe to confuse them a little bit, right? But most of all, we hope you keep looking up and looking for the sunny side of life.